0: From Essex, she hails, land of beauty, from Loughton nail bars to the yawning Blackwater Fenland, from the Hot Dog Pavilion via Billericay's beautiful cascading waterfall, she strides confident, it's Fern McCann. Welcome, Fern.
1: Thanks for having me, guys. Have you ever seen
0: that beautiful waterfall in Billericay?
1: Honestly, I feel like I'm really letting Essex down, but I've got no idea what you're going on no, about. No, I
0: haven't either. I just thought, I'm just going to say, there may be a beautiful waterfall in Billericay.
1: I highly doubt it. I doubt it no, I as bet, well. No, I think you're wrong. But there, it, is, it is very beautiful, and I think that actually people have a misconception about Essex when it's lovely. I
2: quite agree. There's some lovely medieval churches of beautiful countryside. And there's a lot of roundabouts
0: in Essex. I've always found.
1: a lot of roundabouts. And if you have your
0: satinav (laughs) on, it's like, leave at the third exit leave at the second all the way through essex
1: and you're going round and round just round in case round, you've yeah. missed that exit but yeah. it's
2: very nice As it's also because a lot of seaside towns do you go to the seaside are you a seasidist
1: i do occasionally now that i've got a daughter i think i definitely go to the seaside more often leon Sea's lovely. Oh, lovely yes and i love like the cockle sheds and yeah yeah it's very nice
0: do you love cockles I do. Yeah, because my wife, who's also from Essex, is a massive fan of cockles. She said she used to go down to Romford Market on a Saturday to get uh, the cockles.
1: I think you can't be a good classic seafood stall. Mate, is that an Essex thing? I think, you know,
2: all the people from the East moved towards out to, to Essex, to Essex. and the people from Burms you'll move to Kent but so I think Romford Market would be the ideal place to find such delicious delicacies
1: oh it's so good my grandparents were all from like Stepney and yeah they kind of ventured out to Essex but that's all they kind of lived on was Couples. like jelly deals Ooh. ugh I mean I wouldn't eat that but I do love oh, do
0: you not like jelly deals oh, oh I couldn't I like think of anything deal. worse oh, I love do jelly. you yeah I love them yeah, no. I didn't but At first, like oysters, I was unsure, but whelks I draw the line at.
2: What's your earliest sort of memories of uh, travelling around? You remember being taken out to nice places as a child?
1: I think I was quite fortunate as a child. Like my dad definitely had a good job and we got to go on nice holidays. But um, I'm kind of reliving that through my daughter now. But we've been doing lots of staycays, which actually I find more fun. I've recently just done a camper van holiday, which was amazing. But yeah, like early years for me, just wonderful holidays. Definitely traveled about a bit. Where did you go? Uh, Florida, we went to Mauritius
2: a Huge international yeah. Destinations
1: Yeah Yeah I was very lucky Very very mm. lucky Went to Australia It was great
0: So how do you get about now?
1: If I'm travelling into London Honestly I spent so much time In the back of a car It's kind of time wasted So I'd much rather get the train much rather get the tube, it's just more convenient and quicker. But day to day I'm driving a car. Yeah, well
0: exactly. Or the bus.
1: No, but I have got a very fun fact for you. Yeah. I've got a double decker bus licence. No. You? I swear. Wait a
2: moment. Hold on. This is an absolute <laughs> showbiz first. We've never had anybody on isn't it was it called something or P something license? What's that called? pat
1: I don't actually know, pa- but all I know is that I passed first time. Well which- on, in a
0: on a double-decker bus? On
1: a double-decker bus. I learned how to drive a double-decker bus was through the a, heart of East London. Was this
0: for television or because you wanted to do
1: it? Basically, at the start of my career, I got offered to do a job to encourage more women to learn how to drive buses and become bus drivers. So I did it and I took two weeks doing this job. And the mad thing is, is that I failed my driving test three times but bus test i passed the first with flying colors but it's just crazy like on the back of my driving license you know you've got the different diagrams of vehicles or like the bus is ticked on mine (laughs) and (laughs) it's like something that is a party trick that i get out of parties like look that is so impressive you wouldn't mind if us
2: have got anything like
0: that you know like that film speed if there was a terrorist that had taken over a route master going through london you'd be in the you'd be the perfect person to take over at the wheel and, and drive everyone out of danger.
1: I just think you never know what's going to happen in That's life. So
0: useful. I mean,
2: I would really like to have a bus. I'm really envious of that. Well you? I think it's such a great thing to do. Yeah, I'd much rather have a bus licence than, say, a diploma in angle grinding let's just yeah. say i mean but, but i to be honest being,
1: but, this is about as good as it gets with me yeah but, but, but,
2: but it's, well, it's better than, better than us because we don't have this it's all that thinking about right like you said, you've got to you go past the corner then you think about turning you've got to remember all this stuff the huge the height the length all, yeah. all of that and then on top of that people getting on mm. i just when they got on i'd say
1: i off! i haven't got time to deal with you i'm just driving a bus i'm mate. just driving a bus i think that's the thing like you know bus drivers i've got a whole new yes well i had a whole Saints new found and geniuses respect for them. yes but we take them sort of things for granted you know someone just driving a bus actually it's it's a skill
0: you have to learn the, the psychology as well because you're going to get someone who's getting on the bus who may think, I'm not going to pay. What are you going to do about it?
1: That's the thing. I think bus drivers actually deal with a lot of shit. Yeah, they yeah do, so they've yeah. got to be
0: psychologically
2: trained. They've probably got judo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, then, and be able to give counselling when people are upset.
0: So and anyway.
1: also, like, you know, a lot happens on a bus. Yeah. A lot could happen on a bus. You know, whether it's a fight breaks out or someone doesn't pay or, Big you know, fart. someone's in danger. Yeah. There's so much that goes on. It is more than just driving the bus.
2: If somebody farts a lot, is that a reason to chuck them off the bus? I knew somebody, a musician, that was thrown <laughs> out of the black cab for farting. No! Really? no, Are you going, going to name, name get a, him? No, I, I can't. Will I, you
0: name Elton? <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I, I refuse to. No, 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 no. No, I'm, I, no, I'm not going to name names. So, but for instance,
0: you know, are you allowed to do that if you're the bus driver?
1: i think they do have a level of authority i mean mm. would you if you was the bus well, you driver? wouldn't if you
0: were the driver you wouldn't know would you when i was yeah. a kid i used to love you know the the route masters with the pole at the back so you yeah. just run and get on it and I'd dangle off it yeah and the conductor would be right like, oi, oi! like yeah. all that you can't do that but we used to love doing that dangling off the back but of the what bus.
2: i'm proposing to you is that you drive and then we are the conductors on your bus I yeah. think that'd be you, amazing. Could, you could do the upstairs i'll do the downstairs yeah and then we can sort of talk to people about their problems. You can um, tell the issues. unruly
0: children to sit down and yes. stop messing about at the front yeah. or the back, and I can help the old ladies on and off with yes. the bags. And, and
2: offer, <laughs> offer a light to people who want to smoke on the top. <laughs> <Yeah. of them. laughs>
0: Smoking's upstairs, sir. Yes, so. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, God,
2: that is the most impressive thing that I think oh, we've had on our you. podcast. But have you put it to any practical use, or not been able to yet?
1: Well, the, the camper van holiday... So
2: what size is your camper van?
1: It was a big vehicle and all of my friends were like absolute pussycats to drive it and I was like hang on a minute I felt very confident you know exactly
2: because it's got a bus licence but did you rent it or did you buy it
1: I rented it. And, and
2: the, the higher people must have gone, oh, well, do, excuse me, do you realise? And you went, hang on a moment, boom, out comes a licence with a picture of the bus.
1: Exactly. Not, so
2: if you put their smile it. on the other side of their face then.
1: And I felt like the queen of the road in the camper van. I, I felt like at total ease driving it.
2: And when you're when the camper van, you know, how long would you stay somewhere? Would you go to a little sort of woodland glade in the middle of nowhere or perhaps a, the beach or would you go to a campsite or on we the edge of a volcano? We went to two
1: campsites. We went to two campsites and we explored Cornwall, went to the beach. Did
0: they have toilets at these places you went to?
1: They did, actually. They were really nice campsites. But here's the thing, right? Apparently, it's like an unwritten rule on on camper vans not to use the toilet on the actual camper van. So we didn't use the toilet. We kind of learned how to, to plug it into the electricity. I mean, we were terrible campers. The only good thing I was was driving it and then on the way back I was like what is that smell like it, it was repulsive and we was driving all the we, way back we weren't to on there were we
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no not hiding in the back um, and basically despite not using the toilet you still had to empty the waste oh. because we used a little bit of water washing up and things like that oh,
0: so and it, it just yeah dirty washing because oh. I oh. I went on one of those we, we hired one and we went to the, in the Lake District. So we parked up in a campervan park, but there was no toilets, so you had to use. Oh no! Oh no! But we re- and Nancy refused to use the toilet on the campervan, and I, so it was. We had to go and find places, but there was no toilets on that at all. And that's the high end of. Um, Camper van in, you know this, the real, the ones who are real, the real hardcore people. Mm. They go there and that you so you have to use everything on the camper van. I
2: mean, it's the, hard work. You, you, you obviously wouldn't have had one as big as Fern's because she's got a proper license to no, this take. was it huge. Take it off her, it was awful. I couldn't drive. Don't it. pretend you've got a bus license because I know that you haven't. <laughs> Uh, who did you? How many people did you have on your on your camper?
1: It was very cramped. It was me, my daughter, and my three best friends. But really, that it should have, I, I reckon it would have f- fitted comfortably two adults and one child. And there was four of us and my baby. It was confined and cramped. Mm. Yeah. But it was a large vehicle but inside you know i mean we were absolutely shocking at this campervan van holiday we didn't bring any chairs we had to improvise and basically use a bed sheet as a picnic blanket to sit outside you
2: don't sound like you were very prepared really. no
1: we wasn't prepared at all but it was the best holiday and the best day came and memories made forever because i just think you can't beat Holiday in your own country, yes, it's lovely to go abroad. And like my experience of holiday and when I was my daughter's age was jetting off to lovely places. But I think the memories that my daughter's got from the random campervan, very unprepared holiday yeah. in Cornwall was just brilliant.
2: Yes, and I think it's also a, don't take this wrong. Being with a lot of chaotic adults is great fun. Oh, we
1: or, are, or, you know, chaotic. and it's like where
2: well, you think, well, what's going
0: to happen now? You know, do they? Know?
1: We're wild. Yeah, we're wild. Yeah.
0: Now, will you Miss Essex?
1: Right. This is so random. I'd love it if people said to me, right, we've learnt something about you. You've got a bus licence. I'd be like, yes, that's right. Well done. For some weird reason, you know, like sometimes in the press, they'll write a really random fact about you that actually isn't true at all. And
2: then it gets repeated. And
1: it gets repeated. And it's like... Every time I have to say, no, nope, I've never entered a pageant competition. I couldn't imagine entering something like that.
0: The, I saw recently, um, a, what do you call them? A carnival floats with Miss Kent on it. Ooh. And I was going to ask, have you ever been on a carnival float?
1: No, have you? I, but you I could
2: did
0: dr- once, you, yeah. you could drive one. Have you ever been on one? <laughs> um, no,
2: I quite like Maybe it. playing a
0: piano on the back of a, uh, you know, yeah, that, I, with Mr Piano written on the front end. I
2: think so, with a sort of some giant mannequin dancing in a grotesque way. You no, know, I'd like the idea of I that. Th- I'd
0: love to go. Because you don't see them too often, and it was a rare thing to see carnival floats. And we've I've, not ever spoken about carnival floats, I, I, and I think it's an area of transport which is very important. But when you say it was Miss Kent, yeah. there,
2: there was a fair Maid of Kent competition, and I do, my friend had the headline torn out of the local paper on his pinned on his fridge from some years ago. And one of the villages in Kent, just outside Harbledown, Harble just near outside of Canterbury, is called Rough Common. And the headline was, Rough Common Girl Wins Fair Maid of Kent Competition. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know Rough Common. It's nice. It is nice. It's is not rough it? or common. Exactly. I was on a carnival float that was representing the 1950s. So I was the lead teddy boy with a seven-foot quiff, which was held up by a willow crutch. Really? No, I just made that <laughs> I up. That I, I, was, not, you know, I that.
1: was there with you. I <laughs> yeah, mean, you could yeah. say anything to me yes. right now. And be if like I was that. on
0: a carnival float, which I would love to be at yes. some point. Well,
2: the Lord Mayor's, they have floats, don't they,
0: on that, and things like that. They have lovely floats with sort of... Yeah, um, all, yeah the Lord, yeah, our people with big, huge heads, fake paper mache right, heads That's right, exactly.
2: On. Or they do that sort of thing in, sort of, in lots of uh, continental villages, don't they? Well, they'll, now they'll, they'll have a certain saint and they'll sort of parade yeah. there. In fact, I was recently in Amalfi, where the remains, they've got St Andrew's head in the church there, and then once a year it's taken around and venerated. Yeah, his head, thing. What his
0: mummified head? Oh.
2: Well, I'm not quite sure because you couldn't see, but it's taken around. But apparently, mystical smoke always appears from it every year. No. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. There's you know.
0: And did you see that? Well, no,
2: because I wasn't there on that day of the year, was I? I hadn't planned, my, I hadn't planned it properly.
0: <laughs> is there any oh, evidence good. of this? Or is it just the vicar yeah, smoking a no, bit of fag smoke? eyes? No, no. <laughs> <through. laughs> oh,
2: it it's absolutely happens without question. <laughs> and if you want evidence, it's because I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've actually drove the Amalfi Coast. Oh, really? That was my first experience driving the other side. But that's quite a thing because they're tiny winding oh, roads was... and like they're mountain roads. Oh,
2: it was so stressful. But you're the most brave driver. We've so one, if that's your first, we're <laughs> going on the other side of the road on dangerous mountain roads that look like they're out of a James Bond film. Yeah. Then why
1: did you, they make you drive there? So that was for TV. Actually, we done a an Amalfi Coast road trip. Me and my friend vicky patterson for this morning and she hasn't got a driving license so i literally done all of the driving it was very thelma and louise just yeah. not with the ending but it was amazing
2: look, what sort of things did you see going along there
1: so we went to a lemon farm drank mm. lots of lemon cello
0: yes what and then drove
1: off <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> on the wrong side of the road we got yeah. we got a taxi that day we Went to Capri, oh lovely, which was amazing. That's why I would have just been there, that's it, lovely. Mm. Um, Positano went to a farm, it was quite random but beautiful. Learned how to make pizza.
2: Oh, well, Brilliant. It, is, it is the place of pizza and coffee, isn't it? But Ravello was the other place that was lovely. Did you drive through there? That was no. a. but I'm so impressed because I was in a taxi. And the taxi driver was my new best friend, which I loved, yeah. and was going to show me everything. And his father had been a taxi driver, and if I needed anything, it was great. He was my new yeah. best friend. But we were going around these roads that were so narrow Tiny. that I thought, I don't even know where I'm going. And there you were, unaccustomed as you were to driving mm. on the other side of the road.
0: I, mean, well, I, I love a way.
1: challenge. Is that the
0: worst drive? You, you know, is it the most frightening drive?
1: Definitely, definitely. But then you kind of get used to it and. I mean, it's really kind of steep cliffs, right on the edge, but um, beautiful at the same time. And I just thought, do you know what? I'm gonna give it a go. I do love a challenge.
2: Did you have any particular um, tricks to remember to stay on the other side of the road?
1: Just don't go on the other side of the road. <laughs> yeah. going to yeah, die. That's, yeah, yeah, that's it not, was
2: pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah. No, I used to have to keep remembering to keep my watch away from the curb
0: or whatever it was. Something to constantly remind myself to. Well, when you're going round those cliff edges, yes, I, I did oh. one in um, Portugal. Right, going right up to the top of this mountain because I'm terrified. I've I get bad vertigo and it was oh. awful. And I just I wanted to drive it into the mountainside. All the time, just scraped the car along the mountains. So I couldn't do it at all, Mm. it was awful
1: how do you guys travel around day to day
0: on our horse <laughs>
1: <laughs> here we go yeah go on yeah. then yeah. you share one yeah.
0: no well we take turns at who's going at the
1: front and the back
2: <laughs> <laughs> now i've i'd like to i mean i would use all sorts of methods i cycle a bit i drive a bit i like yeah. the train i like you i think the train's nice yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it's just so qu- i just don't think you can beat it
2: also the great thing about a train actually is it takes you straight to the centre of a town. You know, if you want to get straight to the middle of Manchester or Paris or Edinburgh or wherever it is you're going, you know, they never built the airports in the middle of the town because it's not a very good idea, is it?
0: But the train is right bang there in the middle, Mm. so you you, you can't go wrong. Yeah, I love it. But I used to love getting on the bus as well and sitting on the top and looking at the the top of buildings. But you know those... uh, tour guide ones do you know the ones with the open top yes have you ever done one of them
1: I have actually have you yeah. I've in, never in done London.
0: one but I, you know I think it'd, it'd be quite that a good, good thing to do
1: it was good but it was so hot the day that we went on the open top bus it was scorching I took my granddad and my daughter my grandad he's 91 now oh great so trying to deal with like my, well, she was probably like two and a half at the time two and a half year old and a, a 90 year old on a boiling hot day just <laughs> Doing the sights of London was so
0: you did your town,
1: yeah. I
2: think that's a really good thing to do. I, go... I
1: agree, actually. And what's
2: your favourite sights in going around London?
1: I do like <laughs> the obvious. I'm not very good at things like this. Buckingham Palace,
0: I love it. Did you go do, do the Tower of London and places yeah.
1: like that? Yeah, oh, that that's where we started actually. Yeah, we jumped on on that corner of the Tower of London. That's like my favourite place, I think. Tower of London. Yeah.
2: I like the Tower of London. Very dark history, it has, of course. But something cheers me up whenever I see it. And what I like about it is that it sits there growling, a sort of medieval stronghold right in the middle of London growling and all those buildings come up those big you know there's a gherkin or a knobbed or whatever mm. they're all called come up <laughs> and you know in another 10 minutes they'll all be gone but it's going to be sitting there going yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and uh and i like i love uh, the beef eaters i went to i had a drink with them once in their bar uh, and they're all ret- really? retired uh, regimental sergeant majors and they live in there with their families and everything and at night the gates shut and then they have a ceremony of the keys, and they've been doing it for five hundred years. And it says, "Who goes there? The keys? whose keys? The Queen's keys? The Queen's keys pass." And, it, and it, it's really, oh, it's great. It's the old sound of old London. Really. And do they own their costumes? Uniforms could be substituted word there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have uniforms. Yes. Uh, well, Ruffs and everything. Yes, it? yes, all of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then there's a weird. So there was a very nice uh, general, uh, Keith Chima, gave me the tour, and. He got to one room, and he, he he's the chief constable of the town, and he's got a room, and it was all dark and misty, and you could echo footsteps, you know, our echo footsteps, and there's no tourists. When well, you hear our footsteps, and we go into his apartments, which are this really, it's like 17th century building in the corner of the sort of thing, and he's just showing us around, lovely panelled rooms, and it's like, oh, that hasn't been touched for you. And then he says, oh, we're just going to this room, and it... Knocks on the door. so said, oh, "Is there somebody in there?" He said, "No, it's the ghost." But you've got to, uh, you've got to knock to let them know you're coming. But I mean, this is a, this is a senior general on the constable of the tower. Yeah. He said, "If you if you do that, the ghost doesn't bother. You. But if you don't
0: knock, you, it's so I'm what happens to say, if if you don't knock, you catch him unawares. Yeah, they Ooh. don't like
2: that. They don't like that, and then you get a lot of bother from them. Apparently, <laughs> oh right. So, so yeah, yeah. Just... It, was really it was really great. More interesting. Yeah, it's really great. The tower. It's got It's quite very strange place.
1: Could you imagine that being your job, being a beef eater?
0: getting into that uniform yes. every day <laughs> do you know i was I was in petworth house last week very big grand house and uh in the the carved room there's a beautiful carved room with a picture of henry the eighth in the middle and next to it is this other fellow i said who is that bloke an elizabethan fella and he had a pink sort of bodice with tiny little pants mm-hmm. and long pink stockings with bows, like garters round him. Much as you're dressed today and, but, for this podcast. Well, I thought this is fantastic, <laughs> yes. And, like, pom-poms on his shoes. I oh, thought, I know, that, that is nice. fantastic. Little, what yeah. an outfit. And it reminded me, because the Earl of Essex apparently had the most gorgeous legs in Britain. Really? And, and Elizabeth I had a big, massive crush on him, but uh, she eventually had him executed, I think, because he might have turned her down. But And the men, in Elizabethan men... Used to get the legs out. And if you look at pictures of them, I was looking at some pictures when I got back home and did some research. And the stand like women do on the red carpet now with one leg forward and a hand on the hip. That's like that, crazy. To say, Check out my legs. Yeah. Because it was the other mad. way around then. Yeah,
1: interesting. It meant, it meant, I wonder it meant, when it changed.
0: Well, women wore long gowns then. so That's they right.
2: We didn't see, no, no women's leg had been seen in England no. until I'd say uh, maybe uh, 1920s. Maybe really? not even then. Yeah, that's but what I'm message, getting. Oh,
0: yeah, if you had a long well, time. Unless you legs. count the
2: Stone Age.
1: Can we just talk about the fact that she got him executed yeah, well, because he turned her down? <laughs> no, no, can Imagine. I... Actually, I
2: do have a bit of an inside track because I only read this the other day in Hume's history. This is the sad part, right? She did have him executed because there were pl- people plotting against him. He'd from big parties for... And, she, and Anyway, but she said to him, here's a ring, if ever and so he wouldn't apologise there's something like that he something he wouldn't do she said if you ever you need me or here's a here's a ring from me Elizabeth I says to the Earl of Essex you just have this ring and 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 hand it back Anyway, he's in the death cell thinking, well, actually, I think I'm going to need to get out of this. So one of her ladies, he gets one of her ladies in waiting and said, give her this ring and tell her I need her now. So she took the ring, the lady in waiting, but her husband was one of the plotters against him. And he said, what have you got there? He said, it's a ring to give to Elizabeth. He said, no need to trouble with that, I'll take that. Poor Essex is then executed, then... Right? When Elizabeth is quite ill, on her deathbed, but not quite dead, her lady-in-waiting says, I can't keep this from her because he loved you. That's the, that was the point. He loved her and that's why he needed her. She said, I've got to tell you this thing that happened. My husband did this. I know it was wrong. But if I don't tell you now, you're done. And at that point, Elizabeth looked at her and that killed her. She died of a broken heart.
1: Oh, darling. Not a
2: lot of people know that, but there we go. Oh, there there go. go. Yeah. <laughs> What period of history would you go back to if you could be a time oh, traveller?
1: I love the Roaring Twenties. Yes, I would have loved to have just kind of gone to the parties and looked looked a lot of fun.
2: Yes, I agree. And the kind of people looked costumes.
1: Nice. Sorry, not costumes. Can we say costumes? No, they yeah. are yeah. costumes. Yeah, right. the yeah. costumes and the fashion.
0: I would like to go back to to medieval London and have a sniff because I bet it was rank. Yes.
1: Oh, really? Oh,
0: man. They would just throw dead bodies out <gasps> and, uh, and, and that shit out of your house, old bits of awful food and oh. everything just went out in the street. But I think, you're actually, of the 1920s, if you'd have been in
2: London or any any great cities, but London particularly, it would have been unrecognisable compared to the London we see today. There would have been little houses, nothing would have been bombed, nobody would have flattened the houses to build modern estates, it would have been like a load of villages, there would have been, it would have been quite a poverty-stricken but fascinating place so there thank you (laughs) there you go I think we should do a series where we get in your camper van you drive me and Jim to a different uh, historic destination each week and we just go back in time and we dress up as whatever it is because then I could
1: learn a lot I could learn a lot i could bring my level of expertise by driving a large vehicle the and bus. you guys could teach me about history well,
0: we, we'd be learning about it ourselves yeah, on a route master bus yeah i was in japan a few years ago and there was a route master bus there just parked up and they were selling tea off the back of it
1: did you like japan because i went there a few years ago yeah.
0: what did you think of it
1: i absolutely loved it yeah. i loved for me going to I'd never seen anything like that. You know, like you watch things on different locations, on on movies and stuff. And it was the smell and just the, the different buildings and the people, it was amazing. And I actually went with my daughter who was, we went in 2019, so she would have been two and a half. And they couldn't believe like, all, all of the locals was coming up to me and was so obsessed with my daughter because I think that... I know people travel with their kids, but to be, like, that far away, it was kind of rare to see people travelling with yes. young children. And she got so much attention. But it was amazing. I loved it. I loved the food. I loved the culture. And Where it's just a mad go? place, isn't it?
0: I love the food, though. I, mean. I went so I went into, into the middle of some farmland right in the middle of japan and did an old traditional dinner which mm. was about 20 courses
1: i did that in like a like, little japanese house yeah and that was in kyoto and that, did
0: you sit on the floor
1: yeah yeah yeah. And you
0: can't get up you're there for like hours and hours <laughs> in a
1: food coma well
0: yeah because you can oh god I, I need to get up because I, yeah. my legs i've got cramp and it's all so beautifully done. And they'll like bow and offer you like a bit yeah. of eel. And then you've got cramp and you think, oh. God.
1: Yeah, it is quite random, the food, but it just works, doesn't it? It's yeah. unbelievable, Delicious. it's like
0: eating works of art.
1: Yeah, I'm a real foodie actually.
0: What's your favorite sort of food?
1: Oh, that's just too hard to say. I do like Japanese food, but Italian, just wholesome, good English, Dishes, just anything.
0: What's your favourite English dish?
1: Well, I think I have to say a roast because it reminds me so much of my grandparents. It was the first thing that I learned how to cook. And every Sunday, we will have a roast dinner
2: of some sort. I think you're right. I once wanted to do, to set up, this was some years ago... Of restaurants, and they were just going to be called nans. That you—you you have to be a grandmother to be the chefs in, and then yeah. and you, you could have English nans, but you could also have Indian nans, Italian nans, Greek nans. Yeah. But because they would just do whatever they did for their grandchildren, because everybody says, "What's your? F-? Oh, I used to go around my nan, we used to make this most delicious." That's what everybody says. Yeah. So get them doing the dinners. That's yeah. what I said. With
1: their recipes. Yeah. Oh. You can't beat home-cooked food. You
2: can't. That's you just right. can't. Do you cook a lot yourself at home? Yeah, what about, I love to cook. What about on the camper? Were you able to cook on that?
1: Well, that's the, the one thing that I actually nailed. we done a big breakfast in that. I mean, in the end, that camper van stunk. Like, we had a big fry-up one morning. And, you know, like, that smell, like, kind of lingers, doesn't it? And it, it embeds in all the sheets and things like that. But, yeah, we had a big old fry-up. It was stressful, but it anyway. It what are you
0: having for dinner tonight?
1: My daughter loves it. It's so boring, but just bangers and mash. I well, that's imagine. lovely. classic, but isn't with, it? With, with, with onions. Of course, yes. with onion yeah. gravy.
0: What are you having?
2: I don't know, because I'm going to a restaurant.
1: Ooh, well, what restaurant? Get you. <laughs> <laughs> what restaurant, Jules? Lucky you.
2: Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Which wimpy is it tonight?
1: <laughs> bender in a bun. Bender in a bun. Yeah, bender,
0: bender, do you know oh, what? A my bender. friend once said, oh. to, when, when the bender in the bun, right? Oh, that's I remember the so first time we'd ever heard of Nouvelle Cuisine, I said, um, what exactly is Nouvelle Cuisine? This is going back in the 70s. Mm. What is Nouvelle Cuisine? He said, it's one of them specially curved sausages you get in Wimpy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you having for dinner tonight?
0: I'm having brisket with some uh, pickles and mm. mash. Always got my appetite up. Well,
2: think oh, of all those things now. Yep. That really has got my appetite up. I so... think it's time we had a sandwich.
0: Would you like a sandwich, Fun?
1: I'd absolutely love a sandwich.
0: Corned beef and beetroot, ham <laughs> and mustard.
1: I'll but... take whatever's going.
0: All right. <laughs> well, thank you. Fun McCat. Thank you, Fern McCann.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Wonderful. Well, there goes Fern. She's had a sandwich, which was corned beef and beetroot, and she thoroughly enjoyed it. Exactly. She's going to be sharing it with her friends and probably it'll be a a new dish on the camper van. Yeah. Well, there she goes on a double-decker London bus. Goodbye, Fern. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) This podcast was produced and edited by Molly Stewart.
2: Sound engineers with James Stewart and George Latham.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part?